When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Either Marisol McKee or Ethan Irwin is defending that title in New York. After today, I just want to let everybody know that the defense rests. Justice is here, and she's here to stay. Ethan going up against Marisol, Lady Justice. I'm ready to be the first woman since the great Clark Wolf to challenge for that single spell. She's scary. Obviously, I played her in teams, but it's a whole different ballgame. Marisol will be the first woman to potentially win it. Uh, Look, it's going to be historic one way or the other, but the real winners are going to be the fans. As is a very well-dressed DJ Campbell, our head writer turned ace announcer partner. It's going to be a fun one to call today because it is Peggy Govins taking on Adam Collins. How do you see this one going down? PG taking on the Coyote. Look, it could go either way. This tournament has already got so many twists and turns, so I'm very excited to see this play out. Collins is coming off of a big loss. I feel like he thinks that he's got something to prove today. But Peggy, man, she's had quite the run and coming off that loss with Radis. Now she also feels like she has something to prove. John Carter bit her once. Hope she's not mad at me for that. So I'm excited to see how this is going to go. Yeah, well, you talk about Adam Collins and he seems to be the guy nobody wants to play when he is coming off of a loss, much like being a real coyote. You get him into a corner and he's ready to strike. You would have to say that he is the odds on favorite to win today's match, if not the whole tournament. But I like what you said about Peggy Govins because it's her competitiveness and her ability to pull clutch answers that have won her over with the Schmodown fan base. They love cheering her on, but when she's going in to the Coyotes yard, it could be a different story. This is going to be one of those matches where it could come down to the wire, it could come down to a wheel spin, or it could come down to the managerial expertise of Shannon Barney, the queen of corruption, who is in the Coyotes corner. But Kate Mulligan's over there in PG, and Kate Mulligan, for once, PG, I feel like Kate actually has some confidence in her own managerial ability, something that we have had all along. I mean, look, she got Harper all the way to that title. You know, that dude walked away with the belt. She's doing pretty good right now, so she's flying high, and I think that now she feels empowered with what she was able to do, and I think we're going to see her bring it here today. Two of the newer competitors in the Schmodown, but already two fan favorites taking it on today. How did we get here? Let's answer that question right now. They had me up there with this belt, and I love this belt, and it's going to come back. I'm not worried about that. Now I get to play again. Now I get to beat up on all these people who think that they know as much as I do, and they don't. Yeah, this was not my best game. Frankly, um, you know, I'm, I am disappointed. 
I truly yeah. felt like watching Collins play against JTE. I was watching somebody who was, you know, a little hesitant. He wasn't just going for it, just taking a shot every time. Me? Oh, I'm great. I've been getting back into a lot of great hobbies. Now, admittedly, Collins had some unexpected early slip-ups this season, and that's totally okay. We're back to square one, and he's back where it all began. And this time, there's no rust left on him. No matter what, Adam cemented himself last year as a really great player in sure. the Roca, Lon, Brendan Meyer, Liz Shannon Miller, Jeff Snyder, and then Dan Merle. The Coyote is hungry, and he's ready to run through this tournament once again. One of my favorite things in sports is the NCAA tournament in March. They call it March Madness because in the tournament, anything can happen. But obviously, when you go back and you look at the way she played from match one into this match, but she played phenomenally, and I think she, we're going to see PG for quite a while here. It, it didn't go my way in the end, but I'm still happy with my performance. What 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 is the story? What is the what is the rap on Adam Collins if he loses to Peggy Gubbins in round one? Now, I got my work cut out for me on this side of the bracket, and it all begins with someone I know very well from my roots in the fan leagues, one Peggy Gubbins. Everybody sort of feels like this is a foregone conclusion that Peggy Gubbins couldn't possibly hold her own against Adam Collins. Well, that, that's surprising to me. And there is a way Peggy Gubbins can beat Adam Collins. Adam Collins has earned this favorable matchup. Round three matches, anything can happen. It's been a rough year for my record, but this Coyote's lost none of his appetite, especially since that horror match with Bibbs and Video Drew was worth a few points. What's that? No points, you say? Excellent. Upsets happen. Upsets happen all the time. If I knock Adam Collins out in the first round, and he won the whole thing last year, that goes down as one of the biggest upsets in Showdown history. This is the first correction in a long series back to that belt. It's time to remind you all that I am still Adam Collins, and I still know more than you do. Even a three-year-old knows that Peggy Gubbins is not out of this one. Hey, James, uh, who's going to win, Adam Collins or Peggy Gubbins? Peggy Gubbins. All right, well, you see that, PJ. Again, these are two competitors who enjoy a little bit of trash talk good-naturedly, but they are really here to win and to score points for their faction, something that if you get hot in a tournament setting, those points can come in bunches. Yeah, absolutely. Look, there's no other way to say it. This is high stakes. Everyone wants these points. I just can't wait to see this go down. All right, so in the future, it's going to be time for you to see that Rocketeer reboot, which I know you're very excited about. In the meantime, do you have any plans, obligations for the next hour? Uh, hanging out with you, my friend, asking some questions and having a good time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia showdown. Introducing first. Representing the den with a record of one win. One defeat. It's PG Peggy Gubbins. And there she is, Chicago's 
Peggy Govins. Uh, Peggy, it is great to see you once again as we get into the competitive throws of the football season. You find yourself in a tournament setting here in the movie trivia showdown. It's the ultimate showdown. You've had some success and some heartbreak already in your young career. What's it going to take for you to get past the Coyote today and go on a deep tournament run of your own? Uh, it's going to take a little bit of luck. Uh, Adam won the whole thing last year. He is no one to be underestimated. And me, I'm just hoping to pull off the upset here and bust everyone's brackets. I'm hoping he is Georgetown. I am Florida Gulf Coast. Not everyone will get that reference, but Mark, I trust that you do. I certainly did get it. PJ, did you pick up on that one at all? Uh, I believe it had something to do with sports. That, we, we can give PJ the point on that. That's Perfect. <laughs> But yeah, I'm ready to roll, come what may. The pressure is on Collins right now. He has to try to match what he did last season. Let's see if he can do it. Uh, PJ, any questions for either Peggy or are you just wondering about those pair of shoes and if they'll fit you as well? Uh, that is exactly what I was thinking. And if she was trying to rival my movie collection by doing what she's doing with her back wall. <laughs> I think my wall's better than yours. That's okay. Are those all DVDs? Are they some all DVDs? DVDs? All DVDs. All DVDs, blue ways. They're all DVDs. All right, so there is PG Peggy Gubbins. We're going to let her relax for a sec while we bring in her opponent. And her opponent, representing Corruption, with a record of seven wins, two defeats, and three knockouts, it's Adam the Coyote Collins. There is... The Coyote with a DVD collection of his own, and he's pulling off some hammer-ons and some whammy bar dives there. Adam Collins, you find yourself in a tournament. Like your opponent is well aware, you did pretty well in the Ultimate Schmodown last season. What's it going to take for you to repeat that success and get another championship? Well, Ellis, this is about getting back to square one. That's exactly where I am. Uh, the loss to JTE was self-inflicted. Uh, he played well, but I handed him that victory. And then Chance took care of that, balanced things out in the ledgers, which I appreciate. Now it's back to square one, and I got a familiar opponent here, someone I've played in other locations that aren't the Schmodown, and she's always been fierce. So this is going to be a, a hell of an opener, I anticipate. Uh, PJ, over to you, then I have a question about Adam's shirt. Uh, I was Actually, my question was about the shirt. Is that a shot uh, at Nomad? Oh, uh, 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 what is this in reference to? I, I believe there was a cars question in your last match. Uh, did you take it a little personally? Is that the film about the anthropomorphic automobiles? Uh, that would be the one. Okay, I'm familiar. Um, but yeah, I just you know I like the I like light blue. Okay. I thought it was Herbie the Love Bug myself, so that's why I am on this side of the desk. All right, there is Adam the Coyote Collins. One more question for you before we get you face-to-face -face against your opponent. You know, you and Shannon Barney work very well together. You also on a very successful team alongside Marisol McKee and Deception. So what has the training been like? How's it been different this time versus last season? Well, frankly, like I said, cobwebs and rust were very much uh, at play in my last match and dusted those things off, polished up the edges. It was really just about staying in a regular routine with the crew, and that's what I've been doing. Uh, and feeling pretty tuned in, feeling like my old self again. So I'm pretty freaking excited about this match. 
Myself gets older and older every day. All right, let's get these competitors face-to-face. -face. And there we are, Collins and Gubbins, PG, and the Coyote. Round number one is just about to happen. Here's how it works. Eight questions from eight different corners of movie, trivia, schmodown, know-how will be asked to the field. Each question's worth one point. There's no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing, tomfoolery, or thievery in round number one. We'll ask a question. You have 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer. Once we ask you by name or nickname, please show what you wrote to your camera. At the same time, you verbalize your attempt into the microphone. I remind each competitor of your three usages of the JTE well, throughout the duration of the match. Make sure you heard a question right. You want to buy yourself another 15 seconds? Use your repeat. That's also your JTE rule. You also each have one challenge. You may utilize at any point throughout the three-round match. We'll bring in managers. We'll deliberate to our heart's content. It will ultimately be your manager that confirms and ratifies if said challenge is taking place. Hey, everybody. Football is right around the corner. Get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And with the NFL returning, DraftKings is giving away to new customers $200 in free bets instantly when you bet $1 or more on any football game. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 or more on any week one game to receive $200 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not yet available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests. And for week one, DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at a $1 million prize. Nothing adds to the excitement of watching a game quite like having a free shot at a $1 million prize. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code S. E N live to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game and get a free shot at a $1 million top prize with your first deposit. That is promo code S E N live for a limited time at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. So there they are. Collins and Gubbins focused, ready to get their tournament for 2021 underway. Adam the Coyote Collins, are you ready to compete? Correction, I'm very ready. And PG, are you very ready to compete as well? Let's go. Let's get ready to Schmodown. Asking the very first question of this match will be the one, the only. And he dressed up very nice, PJ Campbell. All right, guys. Question number one comes in the realm of 90s movies. Robin Williams stars in this 1998 fantasy film about a man's journey through the afterlife to reunite with his wife after he dies. Right, so I know you were around for some of the 90s. Were you around for all of the 90s? I was, like, outside of 19 days. So okay. take that for what you will. <laughs> you missed a lot in those first 19 days. Fine. Well, I mean, look, I saw cool. the A.O.J. Simpson trial. I guess Three, that really is everything. Two. One, no, a wall came down. It was, everybody was excited. Uh, Adam uh, Collins, did you have it? What dreams may come. What dreams may come is correct. How about Peggy? What dreams may come? They both got that underseen Robin Williams film, and now we move on to horror slash thrillers. 
And your question for another point. What horror franchise has featured performances from Danny Glover, Sean Patrick Flannery, and Chris Rock? Now, Mark, on a scale of 1 to 10, how are how much do you actually like horror thriller? Um, 9? All right, yeah. 5? Mm-hmm. So Annabelle comes home together once. Or no, creation? Either way, I'm sure I liked it. I like those Annabelle movies. Uh, Pens down. It's not an Annabelle movie we're looking for. Did Peggy have the correct answer? The Saw franchise. It is the Saw franchise, Adam Collins. I saw that. We tied it too. A little bit of low-hanging fruit, but it's round one. We're all still getting warmed up. So back to you, PJ, for question three. Uh, Question three is in the realm of dramas. What Oscar-winning 1980s film has the tagline, The Man, The Music, The Madness, The Murder? I mean, really could be anybody in Guns N' Roses. I mean, that sounds like Axel's biography, to be honest with you. But what a show they put on a few weeks ago. I'm still Four, so jealous. Three, two, one. They still got it. Pens down. Let's go to you first, Mr. Collins. Hard not to sing it. Amadeus. <laughs> You're welcome <laughs> to sing if you want to. How about Peggy? Did she have it? Amadeus, Amadeus, Amadeus. She certainly did. As long as nobody does Thomas Hulse's laugh from that movie, I think we're all okay. Uh, This is a very easy transition because we go from Amadeus, which is a drama. It's also somewhat of a biopic, and that's your next category, biopics and the question. Who received an Oscar nomination for playing Marilyn Monroe in the film My Week with Marilyn? Now, Mark, did you ever want to have a week with Marilyn? I mean, it's a very loaded question, PJ. I, I don't know how old you think I am. But by the time I was on Earth, she was long gone. Yeah, but time machines, you know. Four, three, two, one. I am a fan, posthumously so, of Norma Jean. Did PG have it? That would be the Dustin Creek alumni, Michelle Williams. She was occasionally in that rowboat. How about Collins? H2O alumni. Come on, Michelle Ah, there you go. (laughs) That works too. A very diverse resume from Michelle Williams. Back to you, PJ, for question five. Uh, Question five is going to be in the realm of action-adventure films. In what film in the James Bond franchise will you find Sean Connery's 007 attempting to stop a devious scheme to rape Fort Knox? Both competitors perfect. Halfway through round number one, and much to Mike Kalinowski's dismay, I don't understand why we don't simply call him Seven. I, you know, I try not to get in that argument. It's just easier. (laughs) Four. I don't like when Mike gets mad at me. Two, one, pens down, and we go to Adam Collins first. Goldfinger is correct. Did PG have it? Did not have it. Did not have it, and PG takes the first miss for either competitor of the ball game. It is now five to four in favor of the Coyotes. So we move to our next category: comedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. New laugh from the Coyote. Your question for a point. Which rom-com franchise featured the title character's diary, found her on the edge of reason, and concluded with her having a baby? No, those writers are just getting too clever for themselves. <laughs> I was going to say, this is this one just has you smiling from ear to ear, doesn't it? Yeah, I have my moments. This is like a professional game show. I know, right? I love it. Four, three, two... One. Eight seasons in. We finally did it. Uh, Peggy. Bridget Jones. Bridget Jones is correct. And Adam Collins. 
Bridget Jones. Bridget Jones is correct. The daughter of Indiana. It's not canon, but it is in my head. PJ, their penultimate question is. In the realm of animated films, what is the name of the clumsy dwarf who never speaks in the Disney classic Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? I mean, this is a question. Oh, man. I mean, look, it's just got... This character is so beloved by so many people. I just... I, I've never really differentiated any of them, to be honest. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I watched this movie a lot as a kid. <laughs> Am I, does that make me a bad person? Ben's down. <laughs> Let's go to Adam Collins first. The conspicuously beardless Dopey. He doesn't have a beard? Wow. How about Peggy? Dopey. She had Dopey, and so it is still just a one-point ball game as we careen into our final category here in round number one. Should Adam the Coyote Collins hit this final question, he will have a perfect round one and thus will be awarded a bonus question just to him. We're not there yet. Where we are is the category of black cinema. And the question. Which rapper appeared in the films Smoke and Aces, Selma, and the hate you give. Now, Mark, have you seen Smoke? <laughs> um, I remember seeing the trailers for it. I don't think I ever actually finished it. Good? I love it. Joe Carnahan. I like that guy, man. You getting a tattoo of it? No, not that much, but I enjoy it. Shot up in Northern California. Hometown. What? Hands down? You sound like Makuga with Pittsburgh. Let's go to Peggy first. Did you have it? Is that most stuff? It is not most deaf for a two-point lead. Adam Collins and a perfect round. Common. He got common, and that is correct for a perfect ball game thus far through round number one. An impressive round for Gubbins, but Adam Collins goes perfect. It's currently eight to six, so now Adam Collins has that bonus question awarded to him. PJ Campbell's going to be asking it. Adam, you don't have to write down the answer. It's just to you. You may answer whenever you're ready within that 15-second window. PJ, whenever you're ready. All right, your bonus question. How many comedy films did Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor star in together? I believe it was four. Four is correct. Silver Streak, Stir Crazy, See No Evil, Hear No Evil, and Another You. I mean, that was a very quick get off that. Yeah, it was. Impressive, really. Wow. All right, so there's that bonus point that has loomed large already in season eight. It's nine to six, still a competitive ball game here as we get into round number two. This is the wheel round. It's the wheel of fate, doom, justice, all that good stuff. And each competitor gets a spin at it. Once you settle on a particular realm of questioning, four queries will emerge in that particular genre. Each one's worth two points. There is no penalty for missing a question, but all that tomfoolery and thievery and stealing I talked about, that is legal in round number two. So if you're not sure what the answer is, you can ask PJ or myself for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which PJ told me is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question does recede to one. JTE rules and challenges still in play. Coyote, you have a three-point lead. Would you like to spin that wheel first or defer to PG? I'm a coyote of action. Let's spin. All right, he's going to spin, so we're going to let Peggy relax while we bring in the manager of the Coyote, Shannon. Very hello. good, very good. Hello, hello. I think it's so sweet. They asked about Dopey from the put a question about Kate in the first round. I think it was really adorable. Good she job, good has, job, does writers. And and she she doesn't talk, but she just makes a lot of noise, so it fits. It fits. That was very sweet of you, PJ. Good looking out. Wow. Anyway, Collins, I feel like. Basically, all the all the stuff that we talked about earlier in the day, 
um, is kind of playing out exactly how I suspected it would. So I just want you to stay loose and just keep doing what you're doing. I don't, I don't have much for you because I think we covered everything we needed to cover in our chat earlier. I would agree. I would agree. And I'm in the mood for burgers tonight. So let's okay. keep going. Let's do it. Okay, so the coyote, a wild animal, gets to eat a burger. And we're not invited. No, we instead I got told I was writing about fate, about turkey. We didn't necessarily say it was a hamburger, so <laughs> it could be any sort of game. I don't want to know what else it is. I know that it got dangerously close to Spinner's Choice, but it lands on a pretty popular fella. Harrison Ford, would you like to keep that coyote? You and your manager have 60 seconds to talk it over. I'm, I know that you probably watched at least Clee's match and other matches that have featured Harrison Ford in round two, so you know what to expect out of these questions. Um, how do you feel about it? Uh, well, Harry, I like to call him Harry. He and I go way back. You know, uh, I was one of his first passengers that he did not crash his plane for. And we spent a lot of time talking about some of his early filmography. Let's take it. Take it. All right. And you take your time. Listen to those questions. All right. You got your okay. three repeats if you need them. Don't overshoot anything. Trust your gut. All right. All right. Let's do it. All right. It is Harrison Ford movies. And on behalf of all of us here at the Schmodown, Harrison, please stop flying World War II planes. Or just stop flying planes altogether. Adam, you have four questions. Peggy's going to be ready for the steal. We do need to see competitors' hands at all times during round two. PJ Campbell will be administering this set of Harrison Ford questions. PJ, I know that is music to your ears. That it is, my friend. I'm ready to go. Question number one in the realm of Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford played the Tom Clancy character Jack Ryan for the first time in what 1992 film? Patriot Games. That is correct for two points. Question number two, who plays Sandra Walker, Ford's wife who mysteriously goes missing in the film Frantic? Multiple choice. Is it A, Bonnie Bedelia, B, Betty Buckley, C, Wendy Crewson, or D, Emmanuel Singer? Repeat the options. Is it A, Bonnie Bedelia, B, Buddy Buck Betty Buckley, C, Wendy Crewson, or D, Emmanuel Singer? Betty Buckley. That is correct for one point. Ooh, what a pool there. That was a great pool. We move on to the third question in this round. Who plays Harrison Ford's son, Percy Dollarhide, in Cowboys and Aliens? People just love beating this guy in the face in movies. I think it's Paul Dano. They really do, and that is correct for another two points. All right, so Coyote only checking to multiple choice once. He did use his free repeat of multiple choice already, but he's still got three JT rolls and one question remaining in his round two with the topic Harrison Ford. What's he looking at for his final question? The final question in the realm of Harrison Ford. In Blade Runner 2049, Agent K tracks down Rick Deckard in the ruins of what U.S. city? Las Vegas. That is correct for two points, Mark. That is correct. And so Adam Collins now with a 10-point lead over PG, and I can confirm after being there, I didn't see Harrison Ford 
in Las Vegas. But we don't worry about that right now. What we are going to be concerned with is Adam Collins getting a much-deserved respite while we bring in Peggy Govins' manager, Kate Mullen. PG! <laughs> hey. First of all, how happy are we that they did a question about Shannon in the first round? She's so common! Um, <laughs> question for you, Peggy. Do you want me to be upset about your performance? Because I'm absolutely not. I actually feel like you're doing so, I love your confidence. I love your ease. I'm telling you, you're in a great place. And today it's about leaving your legacy. This, forget, forget the score right now, who cares? Do I see a player that has changed, that has improved, that has gotten better, that has heart, that is showing up today to, to fight against somebody who's formidable? Absolutely. So this is the person I'm glad that I'm sitting opposite of. This is the person I'm delighted that showed up today. And I refuse to feel anything other than ecstatic about your performance in that first round. You are amazing. Shall we spin this thing, sis? Let's do it. I'm kicking myself a little bit about that common one. He's a Chicago guy. I should you know have had it, you know? But, but hey, but, it, you know, that's in the past. Round two's coming oh, up. No, no. Got to focus on the future. Let's roll. Do you know who he's dating now? I do not. Tiffany Haddish. Really? Hot yeah. gossip from Kate Mulligan. Yeah. I had no idea. Couple. I learned something today. <laughs> you want to talk, hear about some more couples? Wow. Um, and ooh. Peggy Gubbins almost coupled with opponent's choice, but she survives that wedge to move on to Natalie Portman. 60 seconds to decide if you two would like to keep that for your faction. We don't need 60 seconds, do we? Pat? No, we Pat? don't. We talked about this. We're swinging for the fences. I want one of my wedges. Let's see if it happens. Spin it again. Running away from another one of the Star Wars alumni on the wheel. I, I was going to say, PJ, I thought that they were taking Natalie Portman and they were just going to ace it. That's the confidence I, I was receiving. Uh, Honey, we got so close, baby. We so got close. so close. <laughs> New releases. <laughs> All right. Peggy Gubbins, these are new releases. These are films released within the last 18 or so months, maybe two years. We get desperate. Two points apiece, unless you need multiple choice. You're currently facing a 10-point deficit, but eight points possibly available in this round. With the category of new releases, question number one. Michael Pena and Chloe Grace Moretz star in what? 2021 family-based film from a cartoon series. You know what? I'm gonna check it down the multiple, just to be sure, just to be sure. Five, four, multiple choice. All right, your four options for a point. Is it A, Luca, B, Raya and the Last Dragon, C, Tom and Jerry, D, The Boss Baby, Family Business? It's Tom and Jerry. It is Tom and Jerry, and Peggy Gubbins is on the board here. PG getting a point off multiple choice. And we move on to her next question in the world of new releases. And it is Aldous Hodge plays Jim Brown in what biopic that also features Michael Imperioli and Leslie Odom Jr.? Regina King's directorial debut, One Night in Miami. Well, she knew that new release right off the bat, and that is two more points. She has cut into that lead. It's now a seven-point advantage for the Coyote. Two questions remain in the category of new releases. Your next question and your penultimate one, which actress plays the female lead, Cat in Christopher Nolan's film, Tenet? I've seen it yet. Multiple choice. 
All right, your four options for a point. Is it A, Elizabeth DeBecky, B, Carrie Mulligan, C, Marion Cotillard, or D, Betty Gilpin? May I get a repeat of the options once more? Certainly, that's your one free one for multiple choice. Is it A, Elizabeth DeBecky, B, Carrie Mulligan, C, Marion Cotillard, or D, Betty Gilpin? I'm gonna go A. I don't know if she knew it or she guessed it, but it is correct either way, PJ. That is another point, and it is a six-point lead for the Coyote. Gubbins navigating her way around this very smoothly, and she has one question remaining in the category of new releases. Here it is. Who directed the 2020 horror film Freaky? And have to go multiple choice again. All right. Is it A, Lee Wanell, B, Christopher Landon, C, William Eubank, or D, Craig Zobel? D is incorrect. And so for a one-point steal opportunity, Coyote, I'm going to repeat the question and your options. Who directed the 2020 horror film Freaky? Is it A, Lee Wanell, B, Christopher Landon, C, William Eubank, or D, Craig Zobel? Peggy, I love you, so please forgive the catchphrase. I've been able to use it in a while. Correction, it's Christopher Landon. The correction is noted and is correct as such. That is Christopher Landon directing Freaky. That's a one-point steal for Collins. He gets the lead back up to seven, but now we go into round three, and PJ, 17 to 10, we've seen in the past, a seven-point lead is anything but safe heading into the deciding round. Yeah, look, she's got some ground to cover, but anything can happen in this game. We've seen it happen multiple times, even in this tournament, so I'm excited to see what's going to happen next. That's because 10 possible points are available for each competitor in round number three. You face three questions total. There is no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round number three. How do we get those questions? We get some help from our competitors. Each one has to give us a series of numbers. We need three numbers from each of you. These numbers may range from one to 20. You may not pick the same numerals as your opponent as each integer corresponds to a unique category of Schmodown mystery. Question one is worth two points. Question two is worth three points. Question three is worth five big, possibly match deciding points. It is a seven-point advantage for Collins. So, Collins, we're going to get your lucky numbers first. From 1 to 20, what feels fortunate? 3, 7, and 11. 3, 7, and 11. It is. Peggy, any numbers between 1 to 20 that are not 3, 7, or 11? 9, 18, and 1. All right. 9, 18, and 1 it is. So now we're going to let Peggy chill for a second, bring in Adam Collins' manager, the queen of corruption, Shannon Moore. I love that Kate called me common because it is indeed very common for me to get in everyone's heads and make them second guess how good they are, which is why Peggy is failing today. And that's why Kate is failing her. It is also not unlike common that I am verbally superior to Kate in every way. So thank you, Kate. That was a wonderful compliment. I love common. You also Adam. can hold your own in a fight with John Wick. I absolutely freaking can. You better believe it. Oh, Adam, ask. you're doing amazing. Uh, she's going to have to hit her five-pointer no matter what happens here. I'm not going to say get complacent because she very well could pull it off and we might have to answer a couple questions here. So you just stay on guard. You stay ready. I'm not anticipating much out of her, but weirder things have happened. So you stay ready. 
you stay on that defense and uh hopefully hopefully we'll end this in a tko if not we're walking away with that win today we're walking away with the win i know peggy i'm prepared either way let's go you got this all right thank you corruption <laughs> all right 60 seconds um what are what are the odds that you think uh, i don't know if you're a stats lady but what are the odds that you think shannon barney is the one that's bullying my kid at school pretty good right <laughs> i gotta look into that Woo! pretty good pretty high thank you guys thank you for voting on that um listen you guys bottom line peggy what's good about every sports movie the comebacks at the end hello honey Rudy, Rudy, Peggy, Peggy, Peggy. Here's the bottom line. At this point, I want, I actually want you to take the pressure off of yourself because this, this, this could be your last couple of moments. And I'm not, and I'm not being negative here. This could be your last couple of moments in, in Schmodown this season. Let's enjoy them. But also, how amazing would these moments be if it's the moment that you unseat Adam Collins? So there's no pressure here, but just take your moment. Think about how you started the season. Think about why you're in this league and just ride out this last round. You did beautifully today. I loved your game plan round two. I could not be proud of how you played that. We have no more time left, but I love you. You've got this. Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. Thank you, Kate, for that very spirited pep talk. And I will say before we get into round number three, if anybody ever even thinks about bullying either one of Kate's kids, I just got back from Las Vegas. I saw plenty of nice spots in the desert. Molly the Wonder Dog and I will rent a van and you will never be heard from again. So don't bully kids. All right, PJ, it is Peggy Gubbins looking to get even or maybe possibly take the lead over Adam the Coyote Collins. She'd like to avoid a TKO if at all possible. In order to do that, she's looking at three questions. Her two-pointer, she selected number nine. And that is going to correspond to what three round category? That is going to be in the realm of thrillers. For two points, Sharon Stone plays Catherine Trammell, a suspected killer, and Michael Douglas plays police detective Nick Curran in this 1992 thriller. That would be Fatal Attraction. Oh, wait, I, don't, I did that back. Right. Oh, I, I already said it. Sorry. Incorrect. Yeah. Basic instinct. We can we can have a final answer here. Basic instinct, final answer. Okay. I am going to accept basic instincts as final answer because she did catch herself. PJ did not give away the question answer. She caught herself within a second. That's gonna be my ruling. That's how I'm going to score it. Managers, I can wait in the private chat to see uh, your reaction to that, but that is gonna be the initial ruling is that Peggy Gubbins did catch herself correcting fatal attraction into basic instinct. All right, and we are going to bring in both managers, and we're going to have a challenge, I assume, but we'll talk it out first. Let's bring in Shannon Barney and Kate Mulligan. All right, it is going to be corruption possibly levying the challenge, but I'll allow you as the manager to talk through with your competitor, Shannon. Uh, you have a handful of seconds. All right, Adam, talk to me. I know there was a precedent set uh, in the McQueenie-Barbarian match, but I think it was a, an accidental precedent because it was situational and there was no rule dictated after that that people have to say final answer in singles. Uh, I understand it was an honest mistake. I know she knew the answer, but we can't give credit for knowing it when you said the wrong thing. So it'd be stupid not to challenge this, even though they reversed it for uh, McQueenie. That was unprecedented. I don't see how it would hold up doing it again, unless we're changing the all okay. right, Kate, your counter. Uh, Shannon, anything you want to add to that before we? No, I support my player's decision. 
Okay, Kate and Peggy. Peggy, all I actually care about is how you feel about this. I want you to feel good about this match going forward. So I need to know if you want I I do what you tell me to do. So what's going to make you feel good? I understand I gave the wrong answer. I did catch myself and then there was talk and that was, no one ever said incorrect or anything. I did catch it and I gave the right answer. Uh, whatever the judges decide, I'm, I'm on board with, I'm okay with. Okay. All right, then we'll make our ruling. Uh, before we go to break though, keep in mind the answer she gave was ultimately accepted as basic instinct. So it would be overruling that ruling if we were to honor the challenge. So it is a challenge on behalf of corruption as long as we all understand that. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go, and we'll be right back with our challenge rule. We're back, and we have the combination as well as the ruling of the challenge. Again, the challenge is from corruption that Peggy Govins did not catch herself in time that she initially said the wrong answer, saying fatal attraction and having that as her final answer. It was ruled that she said fatal attraction, but was able to catch herself before either PJ or myself were able to intervene with it being incorrect within that one second window that's in the rule book. And she did eventually come to the correct answer of basic instinct. So that's the question at hand. The way that it has been ruled by the judges is that while there's a chance that PJ or myself did want to say incorrect and rule that as the final answer, Peggy Gubbins did catch herself within that one second grace period and come up with the correct answer again within the 15 seconds allotted arriving at basic instinct. It's razor thin. We do not have the benefit of instant replay, but that is the ruling of the judges that Peggy Gubbins will be awarded the two points and corruption no longer has a challenge. We'll get her, Adam. Don't worry about it. All righty. So now Peggy Gubbins does have that two-pointer, but PJ, her work is just beginning. It's now a five-point ball game. She could potentially tie with a five-point answer. We're not there yet. Where we are is her three-pointer that she selected number 18 to correspond to. What? Number 18. She's looking at romance, Mark. Romance. Some great movies and a lot of awful ones. One of them is going to be the subject of this three-point question. And... DJ, at your ready. For three points in the category of romance, Alec Baldwin, Bill Murray, Rachel McAdams, and Danny McBride all appear in what 2015 romantic film? Five, four, three, two... All right. Alec Baldwin, Bill Murray, Rachel McAdams, and Danny McBride all appear in what 2015 romantic film? She has two JT rules remaining. Five, Five. four, three. It's wrong, but I'm going to say Morning Glory just to throw an answer out there. That is incorrect. We are looking for Cameron Crowe's Aloha. Aloha is the answer. It means hello or goodbye. Peggy Govins is not saying goodbye just yet because she still has a five-point question on the table. If she hits it, PJ, she's going to be tied at the top with Adam the Coyote Collins, and that will avoid a TKO for her. Adam Collins will be forced to hit at least his two-pointer. But where Peggy is, is her back against the wall. She wants to continue this tournament. She's got to have this final question. She selected 
Number one, what's she looking at? Number one corresponds to the realm of family films. Family for, films for five, five points. points. Five points in the realm of family films. What famous 1970s family film co-stars such actors as Peter Ostrom, Roy Kinnear, Julie Don Cole, and Leonard Stone? That's her second. What famous 1970s family film co-stars such actors as Peter Ostrom, Roy Kinnear, Julie Don Cole, and Leonard Stone? Just going to take a shot if I get it wrong. Good luck in the next round. And cons, I'll say The Parent Trap. And your winner! By way of TKO, Adam, the Coyote Collins. <laughs> Willie Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And the Chocolate Factory. Oh, our kids doing no good in there. The Coyote's up to no good, but in corruption, that's just another day at the office. It's a big win, and it's his first win of this ultimate showdown season. We will allow him and his manager to celebrate in the green room. Just a second. He'll be joined by Jensen. All right, PJ, so you have the ultimate schmo down here. You have Peggy Gubbins with a very game effort against Adam the Coyote Collins, but the guy's already cementing himself as one of the best to possibly have ever played the movie trivia schmo down for a reason. We saw a lot of that on display today. Look, he knows his stuff, man, and when you're going up against someone like Collins, you have to bring your best game, and I think Peggy did, but she just got hit with some questions she didn't know tonight, and, you know, that's all she wrote. It's all she wrote, but if you look at her competitiveness, uh, I do like what Kate Mulligan, her manager, said to her, is that enjoy this moment. It may be the last one in the Shmodown for the season, but she's going to have a strong comeback next year. I think we're all prognosticating that. But for Adam Collins, his next match is looming large and coming up in a hurry. It's the second round of the Ultimate Shmodown Tournament. He'll be going into battle with his fearless manager, who is not at all common, the queen of corruption, Shannon Barney. Those two are now joined by the great Jen Sturger for an exclusive post-match interview. Jen, it's all yours. All smiles from corruption today. Shannon with her maniacal laugh. <laughs> Guys, how are you feeling after that fantastic match? <sighs> That's a load off. I wasn't underestimating Peggy at all. Uh, so, but yeah, I've been, I've been having a rough year. So I'll be honest. I needed this one, guys. I needed this one. Uh, sorry, Peggy, you were a game opponent. And and the challenge, uh, I submitted it with all due respect to all parties involved. It just seemed like the wise move at the time. Um, she did a great job. But yeah, on to round two, please. I am so ready for this tournament. And I guess kind of how you made your mark, let's face it. So it's is this just that you thrive in this type of format? I guess we'll find out, but I think there's a very good chance that I do. <laughs> <laughs> that was like so modest. Yes, uh, yes, yes, I do. Shannon, you have to be feeling pretty good about this. It was a very solid victory today. Uh, I, I understand you may be a little frustrated with the challenge, but other than that, like really not much went against you guys. No, I'm not I'm not frustrated about the challenge at all. Look, you got to throw it out there and see, see if it works. Sometimes it'll swing in your favor and sometimes it doesn't. A wasted challenge at the end of the, of the match, who gives a hell? Like I, whatever, we try it, if it works, it works. 
I, I understood Adam's point. I was going to support him all the way. I truly didn't care whether the challenge went through or not. Um, but you but, had to just put it out there. Like, you're not a good yeah, manager if you don't, yeah, essentially. exactly. If I go, no, that's not a good idea, unless I'm like Coy and, and Kevin Smith, but that's a whole other ballgame. At least this challenge had some sort of legs. Um, Absolutely. But, you know, you're not going to win them all, and it was worth giving it a shot. I would have regretted not uh, challenging a chance, so I'm glad we did to at least work through the process. I think it's important to the game. Absolutely. And let's face it. This is not your first test that you're going to have uh, in this tournament. Now you're going to be facing the winner of either Meyer or uh, Jacoby Bancroft. And it's like, it's it's like, uh, you're not going up against slouches here. You know what I'm saying? No, it'll be a rematch either way. I played Brendan once and it was razor thin. Um, but I So do you I, have a preference? Are you looking for that second match? Or you're like, I mean, ah! Let's not I, say we did. I would love to play Brendan again, just because, you know, he's a current team's champ. Um, and I honestly should have taken him out in regulation because the intern miss in that match was my fault. I didn't listen to the question long enough. So I handed him that, that chance to win in sudden death. Jacoby, on the other hand, I beat him in teams this year, but we tangled in the fan leagues many times. He's one of the best players to get drafted this season. I'd love to play either of them. Absolutely. So congratulations on a fantastic victory today. Uh, I can't wait to see what the Coyote does during this tournament because let's face it, this is your hunting ground as far as I'm concerned. So, and, and let's be honest here. We have, Adam Collins has done his charity work. He has given away the wins to appease the masses and make everyone think that he's weak and all whatever you want to say about him. He's done his charity work, okay? He's donated wins to you all. That ends now. <laughs> <laughs> donated. <laughs> what were you going to say, Adam? Uh, yeah, no, I'm writing off the loss to JT on my taxes next year. <laughs> um, but, uh, Jen, I just wanted to close it by saying something that you taught me. Oh, oh, oh! Isn't that how it goes? <laughs> oh, oh! You guys are too much. You yeah, guys are too do much. Do it before we leave. You have to. I'm still recovering, guys. I don't know if I can do it. <clears throat> oh, 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 oh! There it is. <laughs> Take care, guys. Best of luck in the tournament. All right, well, PJ, it started out as a post-match victory celebration. It ended with three adorable baby seals auditioning for the circus. But either way, the Coyote moves on, and he's taken on the winner of a very curious matchup between Brendan the Kid Meyer, Jacoby the Dealbaker, Bancroft. How do you see that one going? Your two cents in that match. Look, man, both those competitors are incredibly good. Like, we've seen Jacoby play perfect games. We've seen Brendan play perfect games. He's a champion. Like, they're good. And Collins is good, too. So it really could go either way. Collins has got his work cut out for him. It's going to be a fun one for sure to watch that match and then to see the winner of that take on Adam Collins. He'll probably be in full Coyote Roar by then. And as we look to the other side of the ledger here, PG coming up a little short today, but a great effort as she always gives us. Again, sure, her knowledge is unquestioned, but her competitiveness is next to none as is her manager, Kate Mulgan. She likes to joke around from time to time, but you know that she really cares about those wins, those losses, and those fashion points. And so right now, we're going to throw it back to Jen Sturger, who has an interview with both Kate Mulligan, the den mother, and her pupil, PJ. Obviously not the result we were hoping for today, but I have to say, PG, you haven't exactly played any slouches since you joined the league. You know what I mean? Like, every, t every match you have, so far has been like a litmus test to be like, let's see how good this girl really is. So how do you think that you measured up today in terms of where you could have per like performed a little bit better by your own standards? Today, obviously not my best game. It happens. 
Um, you it know happens what? to the best of people. Yeah, Let's yeah, be clear. It was it was an off day for me. Just the questions did not fall my way. One day they will. Hats off to Adam. He's got very few chinks in his armor. I'm still trying to fit pieces on to my <laughs> costume, if you will. Like so, I'm still getting dressed here. Give me a break. <laughs> I, you know, I'm I'm I have been working my butt off trying to get better this year. I am miles. I am light years from where I was when I got drafted. And guess what? Next season, I'm gonna be light years from where I am right now. And everyone in the showdown, you better be scared because you want to know what? I'm going to come back with a fire that is unmatched. And we're going to do some damage next season. I absolutely love it. I love the fire. I love the intensity. And I just love the determination that you've always shown as a competitor. I have to tell you that. Uh, Kate, you still have to be pretty, pretty proud of your competitor today. I'm beyond proud. And I, I would never, ever disagree with Mar what Mark Ellis says. Uh, but uh, I don't, I don't, I, at this point, I mean, I care, I'll tell you the order in which I care about things. It is my players, my players, my players. Those are the three things I care about. And to me, I look at Peggy's growth. I, I hate that she's looking at this game and saying that they're this match saying it's the worst when she's, I'm like, honestly, I actually think each time I just, but I think about the, the, the gameplay she showed in round two, the confidence she throw, showed throughout the entire thing. If you go back and you look at her first game tape, which yes, was a win, but then you look at what she did today, this against anybody else might have been a win. And that, and to me, that's because I just really feel like she, Peggy, stop. Peggy, <laughs> are you going to be one of those? Are you going to be one of those? What's the name on that five-pointer? I had no idea what question they were asking on that That's one. the five-pointer. How many yeah. people actually get the five-pointer? I'm talking about your round one. I'm talking about yeah. how you hung in the round one. I'm talking about how you didn't have to burn through your JTEs. I'm talking about your confidence in round two, your gamesmanship to say, you know what? Oh, I'm, I don't even, I, I, I got to double check myself. I, I'm, I'm in a risky biz, a risky territory here. I got to check down. I got to go to go to multiple. I was so proud of the way you played that. And to me, that's all I care about. If Peggy Gubbins can leave this season, I think anybody can look at this and say, oh, Adam Collins, he's the, he's the champ. He won the tournament last season. This is, she's a rookie. Like, I think people, like, I think statistically what people thought was going to happen is what happened today. I don't think that that is the surprise. I think the surprise comes at how much heart this woman has, and she has had it from beginning and still has it today, and is going to say at the end of this match that she feels so upset about, but she's going to say, hey, watch out. That's the surprise, is that somebody can maintain that kind of heart through a whole season. Look at her. Absolutely. No, absolutely. That's and I'm, I'm watching you, PG, beat yourself up right now. And the fact of the matter is, everything that Kate is saying is true. We have been along, she and I have been around long enough to tell you that we've watched some of the best of the best just completely fall on their face or lose a match that they were just in, like, they just thought they had in the bag. And they always came back from it. It's not the matches you lose that should hurt you. It's like, what can you take away from each match to just improve on the next time? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you yeah. ask me, you ask me if I could have Adam Collins or if I can have Peggy Gubbins, I'll take Peggy Gubbins every time. And that's the only endorsement you need. Write that check, Shannon. <laughs> you two are too much. <laughs> uh, Peggy, keep your chin up. Do oh, not yeah. beat yourself up. And don't you dare ruin your mascara right now. Yes, honey. <laughs> All right. No, no. no. I love. Yeah. I, I love you, girl. We'll see you next season, and uh, I can't wait to see it. the. I can't wait to see the fire that you bring. You better count on it. Oh, I will. Yes. Take care, baby. There she is.
Uh, PJ, I think that is putting the league on notice, saying that Peggy Gubbins has more fire to show because, again, I just set her up as one of the most competitive players we have ever had. If that is just the beginning of this, then, yeah, I'd say her suit of armor is just about finished. Yeah, look, and the way that Kate believes in her and the way that they, they're going to be a, just a massive, massive group to deal with next season if they're still together, man. Like, that is scary. Kate, Kate can lock her in. You see how she was talking to her? That's a scary pairing. I really do see the beginnings of a very fruitful coach-player relationship between those two. And Kate Mulligan bringing a little bit of fire to my apartment with her scented candles. She got me my birthday months ago. Thank you, Kate. So if you look at this ultimate schmodown, we've seen some surprises. Like you said, we've seen some brackets busted. Peggy Gubbins trying to get that done today. Couldn't quite pull it out. She's going to start thinking about next season while Adam Collins, his next match is right around the corner. He's going to take on the win. The winner of the kid... And Jacoby Bancroft, the deal breaker. That's going to be a highly contested contest as well. And that's all we really get during tournament time, PJ. It's the ultimate schmodown, and every competitor knows how important it is to their career, to their season, and to their faction in terms of points. This is our playoff season. It's why we love it so much. Absolutely, man. And look, Collins has got, like I said earlier, he's got his work cut out for him. I'm excited to see what's next in corruption. They could use the points, so I'm excited for them, but I'm even more excited now. Like I said, I can't wait to see Peggy next year, man. That fire is in there, and she's going to crush it. That's right. As we look forward to Season 9, we remind you we still got a whole lot going on in Season 8, a slew of matches and tournament settings each and every week here at the Movie Trivia Showdown, as well as some very enticing live events. we got New York coming up in a matter of days now. That's going to be October 9th. You can get tickets at theschmodownlive.com. I'll be doing some stand-up. Jen Sturger might pop in there as well, October 7th and 8th at New York Comedy Club. And then the big downtown Los Angeles spectacular, accurately titled, The Schmodown Spectacular at the Globe Theater. You can also grab tickets at our site for that great event. That's going to be the end of our season, but we're just thinking about what's next, and that is more Ultimate Schmodown greatness. Speaking of greatness, that was P.J. Campbell doing a great job writing the questions, collecting them from our incredible staff, and announcing them alongside myself, our great crew here at Skybound Behind the Scenes, the wonderful Jennifer Sturger, and of course, PG Peggy Gubbins, the Coyote Adam Collins, the Queen of Corruption Shannon Barney, and Kate Mulligan, the Den Mother. I'm Mealy Mark Ellis. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you soon at the Movie Trivia Schmodown. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.